Hi, I'm Dr. Fred Silva of Arcana Laboratories, coming to you from Little Rock, Arkansas, with another installment of Throwback Thursday. The Juxtaglomerular Apparatus This is a story of a man named Norbert Gamortig. Let me spell that. G-O-O-R-M-A-G-H-T-I-G-H. From a great article by doctors Agnoyan and others from Houston and Ghent, Belgium. The paper is in NDT 2009, volume 24, page 3876. And much of the information that follows is from that historical note. I thank Dr. Vanessa Marino for calling my attention to this great paper. We owe a debt to Norbert Gamortag, who lived from 1890 to 1960 because he was one of the first observers of what eventually became known as the JGA, in part, but also because of his perseverance of its investigation and to determine many of the functions of this interesting and important part of the kidney. The historical background includes the era of endocrinology by Dr. Charles Edward Brown Sequard, a famous name, and his publications on the adrenal gland, and the concept of internal secretions, which had been developed by his immediate predecessor at the College de France, Claude Bernard. One of the major studies on the kidney as an endocrine organ by Robert Tigerstedt at the Karolinska ensued. In 1889, Tigerstedt showed that rabbit renal cortex, but not medulla, pulverized in alcohol when injected into other rabbits caused an increase in blood pressure. He proposed the name renin for this pressor factor. Following Bowman's discovery of the capsule enclosing the glomerulus, there was an intense debate between proponents of the glomerulus as a secretory structure, as championed by Baupigi and later Heidenhain, or as a simple filter championed by Carl Ludwig. This was solved by Alfred Richards in the early 1920s. Gamortig and his son were accused and imprisoned in Dachau and other Nazi camps during World War II. This took a toll on his work, as did, and I'm not comparing these two things, as did his subsequent administrative responsibilities as a rector at the University of Ghent. Administration tends to do that. Gamortig at Ghent was under the tutelage of Dr. Van de Strict and completed his thesis on the adrenal glands and showed that the zona fasciculata of the cortex was the source of corticosteroids while the medulla of the adrenal was adrenergic. Gamortig worked with the Nobel laureate Coyle Hymans, who received the Nobel Prize for his discovery of chemoreceptors in the carotid sinus and aortic arch. Later, Harry Goldblatt described an ischemic model of hypertension. Gamortig used Goldblatt kidneys to study the sequential changes of the renal vasculature and the JGA when renal vascular hypertension evolved. As noted in the paper by Ignoyan and others, it was with this background in the morphology of endocrine glands and the vascular effects of hypertension that Gamortig published his first paper on the JGA in 1932. Reuter 
had previously called his attention to these unique cells lining the afferent arterial as it approached the glomerulus and later described in mice the changes in the smooth muscles of the JGA afferent arterioles which later develop larger granular cells, possibly renin granules. Gamortig in his first paper detailed the cells of the JGA in an eight-year-old girl who had died of scarlet fever. He identified changes in the afferent arterial and identified a second population of cells in the vascular pole and saw the rich innervation of this area. By the way, if you look at Malpighi's drawing from 1660s of the glomerulus, you will see a nerve. The second type of cells were subsequently termed Lassis cells because of their interlacing processes separated by basement membranes. Dr. Carl Zimmerman in 1929 made a seminal discovery when he noted that there is, at the junction of the ascending branch of the loop of Henley, an afferent arterial with an increase in the number of epithelial cell nuclei on that side of the tubule, now known as the thick ascending limb of Henley, macula densa with its cells with reverse polarity and an interrupted tubular basement membrane. Actually, the juxtaposition of the distal tubule to the vascular pole of its originating glomerulus had been described by Camilo Golgi, who also won the Nobel Prize. Actually, the juxtaposition of the distal tubule to the vascular pole of its originating glomerulus had been described by Camilo Golgi, who also received a Nobel Prize. Further studies showed that the Lassis cells were connected to the intraglomerular mesangial cells and are also termed external mesangial cells or extraglomerular mesangial cells. Because of their appearance as a cushion supporting the glomerular vascular pole, Zimmerman called them Polkisson. Gamortig continued to work on the JGA for another 15 years, proposing that the afferent arteriole of the JGA is an important endocrine organ secreting a vasomotor hormone important in controlling the blood pressure. The relationship of the afferent arterial Lassis cells and macula densa suggested a tubuloglomerular feedback. This shows the considerable insights that Gamortig brought to his microscopic morphologic observations. Thus, with these studies and others to come, it became apparent that the kidney is indeed an endocrine organ, and structure may betray function. The kidney as an endocrine organ is considered in another podcast. Thank you for listening. This podcast and more can be found in the iTunes and Google Play stores. For more information and educational programming like this, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, or visit us on the web at arcanalabs.com.